following is a repeat show that was previously broadcast on Unity FM. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Parenting Hour. You're tuned in to Unity FM 93.5 here in Birmingham and 105.1 if you're tuned into us down south. Welcome to this evening's show. Alhamdulillah, we're here with you for another evening. Alhamdulillah, it's great to be healthy, safe in my home, with live with you on radio. And we'd like to thank Unity FM, actually. We never thank Unity FM for the amount of work that they put into putting on this show, not just my show, but all the other shows, every single hour of every single day of every single week through the 52 weeks of the year. Mashallah, there is a team of very, very committed people there behind the scenes that do a lot of work that actually don't ever show their faces or we never even hear their voices, but are doing a lot of work to make sure that you're able to hear and get all the latest information that you need to keep you healthy and safe and up to date. So this evening, we want to talk about the coronavirus as it is so topical, we can't avoid it, but also about the vaccines. We haven't spoken here about the vaccines and vaccinations on Parenting Hour. Um, I know you may tune in to me, and I know you all know my name is Kathleen Rochnagy at this stage, uh, but, and you tune in each week to our sessions. We get a lot of feedback from you, but we haven't discussed this, discussed about the vaccines and the, the will I call it hysteria, or is that too strong of a word, but the amount of information and messages and um, WhatsApp and on Facebook, all these correspondence that's going on about the vaccines that I'm really, really surprised about. I know it's really important for you to get the correct information to make the informed decision that you need to make about receiving this vaccine. And this is hence why this evening we are going to talk to one of the clinicians, one of the GPs locally here in Birmingham to get that information straight from the horse's mouth, as we say, to make sure that you get that information to make those informed decisions. Because it is vitally important that we know about this. And maybe some of you are anti-vaccine and anti about getting any type of injections. We need to look at this in a holistic way. Will this vaccination, is this vaccination for safe? And will this prevent me and others from getting ill? And will this change the way we are living to be able to go back to our community settings, go back to our work that we were doing, go back to the mosques and be able to to pray in the mosques and worship in the mosques? Will this enable us to do that in a safe way? And as I mentioned this evening, we're going to be talking to uh, Dr. Zafar in a few minutes to get that message across of why it is important. And there is lots of information out there that we need to decipher and try and get the proper information to you. And that's what we do on this show. That's what we do on Parenting Hour. We're continuously trying to get you the proper information to for you to be able to make your own decisions, inshallah. If you're wanting to get, inform, get involved in the conversations, and we'd love you, as you know, to be involved in the conversations, please do ring us in. And the number is 021 
or else you can email studio at unityfm.net. And as I said, there is a superb people that are working behind the scenes to, to help us to get this show out. And we really appreciate all their work that they are doing indeed in, in getting this, uh, this message out. In the second half of the show this evening, we're going to be talking about ovarian cancer and an organization that is raising awareness of this. Another killer is called, known as the secret killer. It's something that all women should know about. And we are trying to get that information to you to be able to protect you, to save lives, to improve the quality of lives of people that may not know that they have a, have ovarian cancer to include them in this show. So we have the second half of the show dedicated to that. But as I mentioned, the first half of the show, we are going to be talking about vaccinations and COVID. And we have Dr. Zafar here, I believe, wish us online. Is that right? As-salamu alaykum. Yes, I'm here, Catherine. MashaAllah, Jazakallah Khairan. I know you're extremely busy and you've run out of seeing patients to come and talk to our listeners. We really appreciate that. We really appreciate you doing this and fishing us in to get this information across. Can you tell us a little bit about why people should be getting the vaccine? And thank you for the opportunity. Um, you know, COVID hasn't passed anybody by in the last uh, in the last 12 months or so. And we know what a great toll it's taken uh, on the whole country and, and, and in particular our communities. I'm sure there's not a, a household uh, in Birmingham that's not been touched by uh, illness or unfortunately by the death of loved ones from COVID. Uh, so the reason the vaccination is so important is this is our way out of the current crisis that we're in. Uh, this is our way out of the situation that we find ourselves in with our uh, family lives disrupted and our social lives disrupted and our working lives disrupted. Um, the vaccination is uh, the means by which we can as a society and as a community get back to normal. Uh, it is the means by which we can protect our loved ones. It is the means by which we can prevent our loved ones from dying. And so it's vitally important that people do take up the offer of the vaccination in order to help ourselves get out of this uh, this pandemic. Yeah, and this is so true. What are the reasons, you know, that people are concerned or worried that they have come to you in your clinic and talked to you about? I assume you're talking about why some people are reluctant to take the Exactly, to reluctant the to take the vaccine, yeah. yeah. And, and, and many of these, um, uh, many of the reservations people have are, are quite valid reservations. Uh, people, first of all, worry about how quickly the vaccinations have been developed. Now, we do know that uh, in the past, um, the development of vaccines takes has taken many, many years. And on average, we, we look at about 10 years or so for a vaccine to be developed. And so some people are skeptical about the fact that these vaccines have been developed so quickly, uh, indeed, over the, over the space of just a number of months. Now, the reason why things have uh, been developed so quickly is really because 
the entire world community of, of virologists and immunologists and those experts who have developed who develop vaccines have been working on just this one single objective developing a covid vaccine so so quite clearly when you have all of these different people working together at the same time and indeed helping each other that helps to speed things up um the second reason things have developed so quickly is because a lot of the regulatory processes that often a lot of the red tape if you like in layman's terms that that, that have slowed things down in the past uh, have been eased a little bit in order to uh, make the vaccine available as quickly as possible now that's not the same as shortcuts being taken that's not the same same as uh, people being put at risk but it just means that when people put their minds to things when governments put their minds to things and when, when organizations put their minds to things then things can be done a lot quicker than otherwise would be the case and i think the reason that the covid vaccine has come out so quickly nine months or 10 months as compared to 10 years is because all of these minds have been concentrated just on this one single objective uh, so so one of the one of the one of the worries people have is you know how is it that things have developed so quickly how is it that things have been uh, rolled out so quickly it is because all of these minds have been concentrating on on just this one objective it doesn't mean that the vaccine is any less safe it doesn't mean that the vaccine uh, ha- has been uh, rolled out with shortcuts taken in the in the various processes that are in sh- that are carried out in order to make sure things are safe it's only because the whole world is really concentrating on this one thing because the whole world is is affected so so that is certainly one of the concerns people have and i hope i've i've addressed that that particular issue about how quickly the vaccine has been rolled out um the the, the second issue is 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 uh, with regards to the, the longer term safety now i'll be perfectly honest kathleen um, longer term safety can only of course be guaranteed 100% by looking at things over a period of time however we haven't really got the uh, benefit of having a, a you know being able to sit back and see what the effects of a vaccine may be over 10 or 15 or 20 years uh, and then introducing it so but studies have been done studies have been undertaken in order to try and look at some of the longer term uh, effects that the vaccines may have and up till now up till now in the research there have been no long term um uh, disadvantages or long term health issues that have been identified by having the vaccine i guess the really important point is that the benefits we are going to get from having the vaccine now or, or an individual will get from getting the benefits from the vaccine now uh, will at least at the moment greatly outweigh outweigh some of the risks that may potentially be worrying people in the longer term um the third issue and this is particularly relevant to the muslim community um which i understand is a large proportion of the uh, of the population listening to you at the moment but but also affects other communities as some of the ingredients of the vaccinations and and just to be absolutely clear there there are no animal products uh, in this particular vaccine there is nothing that we would deem uh, haram if you like or or impermissible um i'm not an alim i'm a doctor uh, i don't uh, pretend to uh, know the ins and outs of the various fatwas and things that are given on vaccinations etc uh, but certainly from from my uh, layman's from an islamic layman's point of view um i see no issues with regards to the ingredients of the vaccine itself uh, preventing people from 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 taking the vaccination wonderful that was a very concise answer indeed in, in helping us and helping our listeners to make uh, uh, an answer uh, a decision around what to do 
how, how is the take-up going in Birmingham? Are you finding that uh, people in Birmingham are um, more susceptible to taking the vaccine? And uh, because Birmingham suffered a lot over the last few months and uh, practically every family has suffered, whether it is from somebody being seriously ill or somebody unfortunately passing away. What is the uptake being like in Birmingham? And it's in your been, clinic specifically, I know you can probably only talk for your clinic, but you cover a wide area, so it's a good representation. Sure. Um, there was a lot of worry, actually, about areas like Birmingham, because, um, and, and I'm sure you'll be aware of it and your listeners will be aware of the fact that there uh, are some uh, theories going around the local communities and amongst certain ethnic groups about the safety and, and uh, of the vaccination. And, and certainly there was a great worry uh, that certain communities would not be very keen on taking up the vaccination and indeed take-ups would be low. We've been very pleasantly surprised in Birmingham uh, about the level of uptake that we've been getting. Um, and indeed, uh, nationwide, uh, I think one of the surveys I was looking at just a, a few days ago was showing that um, the West Midlands was, was one of the best best performing areas in the country with regards to uh, COVID vaccination. Now, I work in small heath and, and clearly a large part of my population, my patient population is, uh, is uh, ethnic minorities. Um, and we've had a very good uptake. We're, we've had two rounds of vaccinations, uh, one going back to about 10 days ago, another just before the weekend. And, uh, um, and we've had a very good uptake Clearly, people have had some questions, people have had some concerns, uh, but on the whole, uh, people are very keen to take the vaccination. And I think it is by more and more people taking the vaccination and, and, and showing that they're fine after having taken the vaccination, the more and more people are going to be encouraged to take the vaccination. So the rates have been good, and I, and I hope that the messages positive messages about the vaccine will start to flow through the community as a consequence of, of people taking up the vaccination. And that, in it, we hope at least, will, will, will create uh, the effect of, of, of in, encouraging more and more people to engage with the vaccination. Uh, the, the one very important point I'd like to make, Catherine, if you don't mind, is that, you know, I've, I've taken the vaccination myself, and um, I have uh, encouraged uh, those people in my family, including my, my father and my, my mother-in-law and uh, aunts and uncles who are in the vulnerable groups who are, who, are, um, uh, who are eligible for the vaccine at the moment to take the vaccination as well. And quite clearly, if I felt that there was a, a risk or a danger, or if I felt that the benefits of the vaccine did not outweigh any potential risks of the vaccine, then I wouldn't take the vaccination myself, would I? And I certainly wouldn't recommend it to the, to the loved ones around me, uh, because clearly um, I, I wouldn't want to put them at unnecessary risk. So I think in the community, uh, I'm hoping because of the good uptake we've had, that there will be more and more people encouraged to take the vaccination. And as a consequence of that, um, uh, we, will, we will, inshallah, achieve a good coverage uh, of vaccination in, in, in the area and in the community. And that, in essence, is what is going to help prevent uh, our folk from becoming unwell uh, and our folk from, from uh, dying. Yeah, thank you. And that's so important on a day that... Only a few minutes ago, the record's daily high showed that 1,610 deaths today, today only. Um, 
is shocking, really. So this is why we are talking about this, and this is why we're trying to get the, this message across. And I really appreciate you, Dr. Zaffer, for coming out of your surgery, for giving us that wonderful, wonderful 10 minutes conversation about the importance and going through those those different points that people have raising with you about the, their negativities and how you've overcome that. Um, I don't want to delay you any longer. I know you have a very busy clinic and you're still dealing with talking to patients and dealing with them and giving out the vaccine. So you're you're multitasking and you have long, a lot of hours still ahead of you tonight before you end. So I really appreciate you this. Well, and Thank, thank, thank you, you very much. much. Could, I, could I just raise one very quick point with you, um, uh, Kathleen? I think yes, it is very yes. important. Uh, we've, we've spent a lot of time, obviously, talking about the vaccination, but you've, you've raised such an important point yourself about the number of deaths we're seeing at the moment. And it, this is really important to emphasize. I think all of us during March and April knew we were in a strange environment, knew we were in a strange time with all those rates going up. We were, we were watching the TV news and watching the rates and watching the deaths, unfortunately, uh, on all of those graphs. It doesn't feel the same at the moment with this particular lockdown. People are out and about a little bit more. Uh, people are, are, are mixing a little bit more. But as you've said, the rates we're seeing at the moment are higher than they were at the peak of the first wave of this, uh, of this epidemic or this pandemic in March and April and May. We have got more people who are infected than at any time, more people in hospitals uh, being infected than at any time, and unfortunately, more people dying than at any time. Um, in my practice, and I'm a relatively small practice uh, here, we are seeing two to three people a week dying of our own patients, which doesn't sound a lot until you realize that, you know, we don't have that many people, uh, alhamdulillah, dying on a, on a regular basis, and the people dying from COVID. So mm. alongside um, the message that hopefully has come across about the vaccination and, and uh, for people to wait for their a call for the vaccination to, inshallah, take up that offer for the vaccination, to encourage their family members to take up the offer for the vaccination. It's still very, very important for people to follow those social distancing uh, guidelines that are, that are enforced, to, to make sure that we don't mix in each other's houses, to make sure that we keep appropriate social distancing, to make sure that we wear masks in shops and in mosques and when we're in crowded areas to make sure that we wash our hands. Um, and, and there's a danger that the, the message about the vaccination and all of the talk about the vaccination may make the, met the, the, the essential message about um, avoiding the risk of transmitting COVID to each other less important. It's even more important than, than ever to be careful. Uh, and uh, by following the rules, uh, we will reduce the level of transmission. And alongside that, by taking up the offer of the vaccination, we'll be protecting ourselves and, and our communities as well. It's been very kind of you to talk to me this evening. Jazakallah Khairan, very kind of you to give up your time and such valuable information that you've just given us, which I'll remind listeners of when you go back to your clinic again and look after all the rest of your patients. Jazakallah Khairan, may Allah reward you for all the work that you do and all the medics out there and whatever they're involved in, whether they are porters up to specialised doctors. We want to thank all of them really for helping us to all stay safe in this terrible time we're going through. Zakhlaq Khan, brother. We'll talk to you again soon again, I'm sure. Thank, Thank you very you. much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Salaam alaikum. So what a wonderful conversation we've had there. And uh, 
I think Brother Nasser is joining us also for some conversation, but just to remind you when while Brother Nasser is joining in in this conversation, there's some of the, the messages that we should be continuing getting out there. Washing hands. It's so important to keep washing our hands, wearing our masks so that we are protecting ourselves and others indeed out there. Staying the two major distance. So what, even if you're out for a walk, actually on the streets and you might be even out in the countryside that are getting very crowded now even walking to, to, to leave that two minute meter distance and when you go shopping which is sometimes very difficult uh, I was uh, had to go to the shop today for a few things just my local small supermarket and my, my first time in, in a few weeks actually probably going into the shop and the amount of people that were on top of each other that weren't keeping that two meter distance and not waiting so it's really important to keep mentioning this that keep your distance and if you're at home to open your windows and circulate the air as much as possible we need fresh air to be circulated as much as possible to, to again to minimize the anything that may be carried through the air that may affect us and and of course to to stick by the rules regarding mixing and who can mix together and to keep up with with our isolation as uh, if you have to isolate, you stay isolated for the amount of time that you should be isolating for. Uh, Brother Nasser, are you there? Yes. Assalamu alaikum, Sister Kathleen. How are you? Uh, you okay? I'm good indeed. How are you, Brother? I'm okay. And uh, yeah, I've just been listening to your show and obviously um, because of some history, some medical history, some listeners might know uh, I had uh, some some rare form of um, immune dis- uh, deficiency disease where I needed a bron- bone marrow transplant, they thought at the time, uh, some stem, st- stem cells. But eventually, alhamdulillah, I didn't need them. But uh, we did a massive campaign to register people through the radio at the time to benefit other people. And we worked with Anthony Nolan and we worked with uh, Delete Blood Cancer, a big German organization, worldwide organization. But because of that, I ended up being offered the vaccine. Now, I discussed it with the British Islamic Medical Association, which Mm -hmm. is a group of medical doctors here in the UK, uh, scholars, uh, who looked at this vaccine I looked at the various vaccines and checked, first of all, whether they were halal. Then they checked whether there was some side effects. Then they checked how, um, you know, how efficient they were in actually giving some kind of protection. And after that discussion and advice, then I did istihara and I actually went and had the vaccine three weeks ago, two, two to three weeks ago. Now, what happened was I had no issues with the vaccine. I didn't even feel the needle when they... Uh, normally, when I have to give blood, I can feel the needle sometimes when somebody doesn't know how to take blood properly, very rarely. Uh, they can end up hurting you. But this this time, I never even felt it. I had no side effects. And they did say to me that they would give me the second dose within three weeks. Now, the guidelines changed after that, and they now are saying it could take three months. Now, this is how uh, difficult it is for people to get this vaccine. And as far as my understanding is that they could have given the vaccine in one go, but they didn't have enough doses. So they're giving some people 50% so they can give other people 50%. Now, what's what's not helping is that 
there's a lot of people in our community who are, uh, you know, forwarding, perpetuating so conspiracy theories regarding, uh, you know, these vaccines. And uh, a lot of people are, are sort of hesitant to take the vaccine. There are people in the world crying out for this vaccine in Latin America, Asia, Africa, Middle East. But here, people are actually saying, oh, no, no, the, this will cause cause me harm. Some some of the, the conspiracy theories are, are absolutely amazing. Like they will put a chip in you, 5G will cause this or that, uh, and so many other, you know, things. But in reality, I mean, you know, we we know that the uptake in Birmingham hasn't been that good, and the people from the BMA BMA community are the ones that are affected by this overwhelmingly here in Birmingham, and they're the ones that are not coming forward to have the vaccine. So it's exactly, a little it's exactly a, yeah, that, yeah. that is so important. Getting the message across. I think we have uh, we have another a doctor on the call, Doctor Marwa, that wants to join in the conversation. Uh, about this of why people are not taking up the vaccine. Uh, can we include her in this Yes, call? please uh, go ahead. She's yeah. she's on. No, no, unfortunately. I think she's gone. Has she gone? We've missed her. Yeah, okay, I think I, I think she's gone. Maybe she'll call back again. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, definitely, you know, uh, there's a lot of conspiracy theories going around. People are forwarding WhatsApp messages totally without any credibility they're not verifying, you know, what does the Quran tell us, you know, when somebody comes to you with something, verify it, authenticate it, confirm it, and don't jump to conclusions. This is basic common sense, and it's part of our deen as well. And, you know, sometimes when somebody forwards you something from YouTube and you click on it, what happens is the algorithms in YouTube will bring similar kind of messages, you know, to you, and so the person thinks oh wow the whole world is thinking like this in reality it's not it's just a few conspiracy theories so you need to really confirm everything we're heading up towards the end of the show we are we are indeed <laughs> at a break now and everybody's thinking about a break time indeed and tuning back to us after the commercial break